Hello, City Church. My name is Jacob, and this is City Church Together for Friday, February 26th. This past Sunday, we introduced a new song to you. It's called There is a Savior by Dwell Songs. And if you haven't heard it yet or want to hear it again, we have a, a couple of links in the show notes for you today. I love this song because it is a beautiful, very singable, accessible call to worship that proclaims two things, the beauty of the gospel and who the church is in light of it. And so to start off today, I want to lead us through a meditation on these lyrics and then talk about the importance of of songs that use words like we and our and course and how that affects our Sunday morning worship. And so first off, this song proclaims the beauty of the gospel. And specifically, you know, uh, the song points out these beautiful characteristics of Jesus saying there is a healer, there is a friend, there is a savior, there is a king. And we see here that um, in in this first verse, it says after, you know, for example, the first couple lines is there is a savior, there is a king. It says, this is the good news. His name is Jesus. And so we see here that Jesus is not just the bearer of good news. He is the good news. He is, as Isaiah says, healing for the brokenhearted, liberty for the captives. And then on down in the bridge, we see just a very concise summation of the gospel. So again, seeing the beauty of the gospel here, it says in the bridge, Christ crucified, raised to life. He's coming back again. And this bridge repeats four times. It's a trademark of worship songs to repeat over and over. However, I think I see the repetition here as incredibly helpful because it's a reminder to the hearts of the people of the church that the simplicity of the gospel still has profound significance today. That what Christ did on the cross was truly once and for all. All of our sin past, present, and future has been paid for. And it has been defeated through Christ's resurrection. And we see how that affects us as a church. If you go back into verse 3 of the song, it says we are the rescued, we are the freed, we are forgiven, we are redeemed. And I think specifically... Um, you know, those words can get easily thrown around. And so specifically, um, I see that as we are rescued from a life apart from God. We are freed from sin's power over us. And we are forgiven our debt of sin. And we are redeemed by Christ's blood on the cross. What a beautiful truth. What a beautiful reminder of what Jesus has done and that news it doesn't have an expiration date. And as I look at these lyrics, there's frequent uses of collective words like we and our and all you people. And City Church, there is such uniting, there's such power in these uniting words. And we see Paul talking about this back in Colossians. He says in Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ Dwell richly among you in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Now, notice when he says, let the word of Christ dwell richly among you, he's not talking to a singular person. 
that word in the Greek is referring to you all, or as uh, Southerners like to say, y'all. And he's addressing them collectively. And so our singing on Sunday, you know, this, honestly, this verse is actually the mission statement of our worship team here. And we want to make sure that our singing is not only glorifying to God, but it's an encouragement to one another and pushes us to savor the gospel more deeply. And our singing on Sunday, it places the priority on that shared rejoicing over the individual experience. And you know, we see this in different songs, uh, such as King of Kings, says lines like, Jesus, for our, for our sake you died. His mercy is more. Our sins, they are many. His mercy is more. So those uses of our communicates that this is something that we share. It reminds us that regardless of age, socioeconomic status, personalities, uh, personal preferences, even in worship, that the gospel is what's important. Now we would delight and savor the good news of the gospel and savor the presence of God in our, in our Sunday morning singing. And it reminds us also that we aren't meant to walk alone. It makes me think of Hebrews 10 where the author is encouraging the believers reading this to not neglect to meet one another, but rather that they would encourage one another. And, and one of the ways that we encourage one another is by singing together. And so what does all of this mean for us on a normal weekday, assuming you're listening to this on a weekday? What does it mean for us on a normal weekday like today? You may be thinking, well, I'm not singing until Sunday, so what does it matter? I think it means preparing for Sunday singing today. It's worshiping God in the unseen places, in these mundane moments of your commute, of putting your kids to bed, the walk you take on the weekends. Because here's the truth, City Church. If you hear nothing else, hear this. Hidden worship prepares us for corporate rejoicing. Hidden worship prepares us for corporate rejoicing. Now, when I say hidden, I'm not saying like you're hiding in a closet. I mean, although, you know, you parents, that that may be the best kind of hidden worship you can get. But, you know, what that means is it's worshiping God in these unseen places. It's unlike Sunday where we're singing together. It's in these moments of driving, of, you know, winding down for the night at the end of the day that we take time and we sing to God. And so I would encourage you, very practical next step, after you finish this podcast, I would encourage you to turn on one of the playlists that we've linked in today's show notes and just delight in God's presence, delight in the good news of the gospel. Because City Church, these are the moments that make us more than a church that sings words on a screen. These are the moments that make us a singing church. And so before we wrap up today, let's have a moment of silence to still ourselves and we will close our time in prayer. Father, thank you for being a God who listens to our songs. Thank you for the good news of the gospel, for Jesus, the fulfillment of centuries of prophecies, 
Lord, that we can sing with hope that Christ will come again. Would you, by your spirit, make us a singing church? A church that not only sings words off a screen, but that finds beauty in mundane moments. And that those moments of hidden worship would prepare us for bold and celebratory corporate rejoicing. That we would come in Sunday ready to sing not only to you, but also to one another. Encouraging one another to love and to good works. So would you meet us today as we worship you in the unseen places? In Jesus' name, amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.